0: So I can keep living, I got it so comfy My favorite thing in life is that my family is lovely Bumpy roads call for shocks and patience So save up all your money where you are, where you at for the food You'll need a little bite for a little bit of fuel They know you, you know them's in the mind But you can't get away, they wanna talk until the night time I wish they loved it all, but the wall is empty Far from the friends Sometimes I wanna get so far away Like I'd be complacent Then I'd reach the place that Some people say is easy to obtain When I don't understand I just don't understand the way I'm I'm starting to realize the good in that It's good in everything, you know Of all the mangling Of all the tangling up Forget the dumb game Cause I'm not playing it Perfection, aggression On the brink of making it right Taking it back, making a map to get the green lights Seems right when it's my favor, my way But I gotta learn it's all about the shades of gray Mixing up the sheer black, brushing back to backs I got the knack to rap, and I don't back the plaque It's a fact for the vacant a spot up in the top Pat, I'm dirty, never flat, like your first car's four mats I'm yelling more bap, the boom is fine Let me intertwine, recombine an entry not so
1: classified Alright everybody, different music here on the joke workshop on a monday good times uh you guys are hanging out at mutinyradio.fm it's time for the joke workshop i'm your host pam benjamin hanging out here on a monday every monday from 6 to 8 p.m comedians doing their new jokes and all that shiz uh we are going to go all the way up to eight o'clock tonight so ashton tate there is room for you on that list I am booked at Milk Bar, but I told him I was gonna be there at 8.30, so everything's gonna be okay. If you guys have listened to the Joke Workshop before you know how the format goes, comedians do four minutes of new jokes or jokes they wanna work on or whatever. Some comedians are new, so all their jokes are new, right? (laughs) Uh, And then there's four minutes of commentary from their comedian peers. So uh, it's time for everybody to work it out here at the Joke Workshop. Uh, all right, people are definitely milling about, we're talking about sports and things. See if we can you can you can hear them getting all excited. Hey, we'll try to get them excited for the show. Hey guys, uh, we're getting started. We need uh, two people up on the panel. Two people up on the panel. Two people. I love it when. I love it when Ethan Albers makes comments. When makes comments. I love it when Joey Avery makes comments. I love it with the panels up front there by those two. There we go. Joey Avery's on the panel. Also, John Gallagher here at the Joke Workshop. Exciting stuff. Your first comedian of the night. He's pretty new. I don't think he's been doing this for a year yet. We're gonna see what happens to his jokes today. Everybody, put your hands together. It's Jason Balmforth.
0: It all starts It'll be the still time when the madness begins Eyes of the storm, watch me
1: when I won Lesson number one when you're a comedian Be ready when you sign up number one Jason for
2: Yeah, I'm excited All right, I got all the new shit All right So um, I, went to, uh, I went to the doctor last week And uh, you know that little box where they check previous surgeries uh, I had to check that one five times and I had my doctor come up to me, he's like, wow, you, have a, you had a lot of surgeries, and how much surgical steel do you have? And I was like, a couple plates, couple screws, you know, no bullshit. And you, but uh, I thought about it for a minute, and I came to the conclusion, I'm probably only really 93% me. So part of me hopes that these implants were made in America, but then I know that shit wouldn't work. And the other half of me hopes it's not made in Pinko Kami, China because they've been having a lot of lead recalls recently, and I wonder how much of that surgical steel is actually steel. You guys think it might be 93%? That'd be funny as shit. I like to go to the zoo and talk shit to animals at the zoo, because it's the only place I can feel safe enough to go look at a tiger and say one word, son, boo, and not feel in mortal danger. Uh, I mean, like... um, to put it in perspective, I got mean mugged by a pigeon the other day and it intimidated me. So having a few feet of bars between me and that tiger, probably a good idea. Oh man, I've, uh, I've learned a lot of interesting things this week. I learned uh, at work that I'm a hoe. I learned that uh, you can treat me like dog shit, but if you put a 20 in my tip jar, I will just think, oh daddy, you treat me so fine. I learned uh, if you see two men running down the street and one is holding a case of beer and the other one is running after that guy with the case of beer, no matter who you tackle, you're getting free beer that evening. That's a true story. That happened like last week at Mutiny. Um, I have uh, since concluded that um, there's just too much damn time spent on the internet I have come to this conclusion when a friend of mine got out of jail and he said, uh, I didn't like it, didn't have a good time, I, I didn't like going to jail. You know what, I'm gonna be, leave them a bad Yelp review. To which I said, they don't have Yelp reviews. No, they, they, they totally have Yelp reviews for jails now. Um, in fact, Denver Correctional Facility, uh, four stars, nice CEOs, good food, would recommend to a friend. That's the first response. Uh, what else do I got that's new? I feel like we will never outgrow that age where you see someone attractive wave and you automatically try and wave back. I was walking down Mission the other day and this cute girl was like, hi! And I was like, hey, how's it going? And she looked at me like, somewhere between, I don't know, Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson. I don't know, somewhere between there. Not topical. I feel like I'm not doing Tinder right and um, I think it's because the first tag under my name is White Trash and I was all set to write them an angry email telling them to change that shit and then I saw my uncle on an episode of Cops and uh, I think Tinder knows me a little better than I do. So I'm going to leave it on that.
1: Yay. Yay. That was Jason Baumforth. All right. On the panel right now we have Joey Avery and John Gallagher.
3: First with you first, Joey? You go first. You right. Yeah, I, uh, no, I like the... Um, so the first joke is the 93% of uh, surgeries and like being made of metal. Like I think that's, that's an interesting idea. Uh, like I, I, actually, I like the setup a lot. I think you could do a lot with the premises. And the, I'm trying to remember the punchline. So the punchline was like if the metal from China was 93% too.
2: Yeah, and not lead. Well,
3: yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like it, got, it got a laugh in here. So, I mean, that seems all right. I mean, i just say just keep playing with it because it seems a solid idea. I like it. Right. Um. Booing animals at the zoo and then uh, being intimidated by pigeons, something I sympathize with. Uh, Yeah, that's, like I said, I like it too. Um, Obviously, like, yeah, working it out, getting some tighter punchlines, but I think that's a good premise. Um, Right on. It's always good to be take control over nature. That's awesome. Um, I'm just trying to think.
1: Uh, Oh. Joey, your your microphone for some reason isn't working. Would you be willing to come up to the to the orange one or? Okay. Perfect. Perfect.
3: I I just because I think that's a funny premise. It's like you know, it's like the it's the opposite Herzog. You know what I mean? It's like nature is like an uncontrollable fucking beast that will consume everything. But you're like, nah. It's like now it's this my thing. Again, fuck you. I put you in a cage, you fucking idiot. Yeah, that's funny. I'm gonna roll with that. Exactly. Sure. There you go. Uh, and then, uh, oh, and then uh, the other one too is with the money thing. I thought you could go in a different direction, which is just like the the twenty thing is interesting, but I think that's like more important information. It's like. Yeah, treat me like shit. I'm a whore. It's like, and my price is twenty dollars. Spit my asshole. Like, yeah, look at me in the eye and fucking fist me. Twenty dollars. You can do it. All Whatever. Right. Yeah. So,
2: so milk it up a bit. Like, ham it up.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I just think that's like, you could just play with that because that's the thing. It's like you think, you know, with all the shit, you could just do a lot. It would be cost a lot more money. It's like, no, that's the price. It's twenty. All right.
4: Yeah, I got you. I oh, see yeah. where you're going with that. And
3: then the Yelp for jail. I mean, that's also just hilarious. And I think it's, you know, you find some punchlines there. I think
4: that's funny. Gonna scoot right in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um yeah, I mean pretty much just going off. I think I think John made a good point. There's a lot of really good. The NSA. They've
2: got our number, guys. <laughs> uh, Attica, Attica. Wait, is that is that the right movie? I don't know. Okay.
4: Oh, this one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like, like, like John said, a lot of good premises and just a little bit more work you can do on the, on the punchline side, I think. Yeah. With um, China, I mean, you could go even the direction of, like, everything they make there is counterfeit. They have, like, fake Apple stores that are to a T. A lot of fun you could have with whose fake legs you'd want. Oh, all right. Yeah, um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like this was
2: a uh, th- this was all just kind of stuff I had
4: just written. Oh out yeah, no, I, I know. It's, it's, it's new jokes, oh, but it. I'm still gonna fucking criticize you. you like,
5: dude. All right.
4: <laughs> but, hey, I like this criticism. Right.
5: This is good shit right here.
4: Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> um, and then with Yelp, I really like that uh, the setup, a ton you can do there about what those reviews would be like, you know thought I'd really enjoy it. The ass raping was overcooked. <laughs> Whatever you really want to do with, with that. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Are
3: they, are they reviewing meth labs too? I don't know. I could just find what others. I,
4: I have yet to
2: find a meth lab reviewed on Me- Yelp uh, the minute I find one, I'll be up here though, because I'm gonna make a whole Yelp thing if I can find enough I'll of tell it. You
1: well,
3: what but the you, be. You five c- stars. Meth was here.
1: <laughs> you can lie though. That's the thing. It doesn't actually have to happen to you, Jason, for you to tell a joke about it. Right, but I'm because I, you can. You're allowed yeah. to. It's you're writing a script. You can go in any direction you want with you know any of that stuff. Just I Just don't you. be a, just don't be afraid to. Don't be afraid to write things that are untrue as well as being true as long as you make the things that are untrue seem like they're true You're fine. Just be a better liar.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it and you know things have been going a little too well for me So it's hard to write jokes now
3: Fair enough
1: Wah 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 high-class problems for Jason Balmfor <laughs> No, it's just three still networking. There's an on-off switch on it. Maybe that's part of the problem no yeah
3: so we still got this one though. yeah
1: we still got two
3: okay
1: hey if anybody wants to donate we need xlr cables asap lots and lots of letters oh it's in four four okay so we just got a supremes it's it's still not working in four either we're just taking you guys behind the curtain of mutiny radio it's either neither one of them work It's probably the XLR cable. Hey, everybody, nothing works here except the comedians. They work really, really hard. Your next comedian, he was here writing all day, just sitting around, writing things, jokes and stuff. Uh, So we'll see what he's going to do tonight. Hey, guys, put your hands together. It's Chris Knazer.
6: all right i uh I thought you were up ethan i wasn't I'm not ready <laughs> whoops um, uh, where'd Ashton Tate go that fat motherfucker i just i like calling Ashton fat because he's he's a beautiful man oh that's nice um all right let's talk about it uh I'm only age 43 now I'm only attracted to prostitutes yeah it's um there's something very honest about a whore and uh, I use the term whore affectionately uh, I love whores you know good enough for JC good enough for me and um, honestly I would hang out with lepers too but I think we pretty much cured leprosy well, we have an announcement you left your lights on your scooter yeah man stepped all over my leprosy joke (laughs) jesus christ uh... and well i guess in a sense i hang out still with modern day lepers because i spend all this time at comedy open mics uh... no i used to be attracted to normal quote-unquote normal women uh... i really did you know the amateur circuit but I like the professionals now. I love all women, I respect all women, and I just find it sad that a lot of the women I know don't respect themselves enough to charge for sex. How little you must think of your body to give it away. You know, call me conservative. What's up with all the free rides? Right, I only fuck for money. I pay you, or you pay me. Whatever, keep it professional. Nobody fucks for free. This is the USA. There's nothing good for free. Imagine how funny this would be if you'd paid. (laughs) Charge for sex. Ooh, I get excited. I get excited about it. I'm not taking any jazz off of you today, Greg, because if I look at you from the left side, it's like you're wearing makeup, like really heavy makeup i just keep imagining you tussling with your papasan chair <laughs> sorry i turned it into a roast turned it into a roast sorry um, it's very distracting though like you would make a pretty attractive woman <laughs> it is a compliment don't you think like just look at him slide up from from his left side you know while he's not paying attention and just look at a, it's really high cheekbones and uh, yeah, the purple—I think it is. It's the purple and pink brings out your eyes. I don't know. It's nice. It's nice. I had jokes, but uh, Greg's sitting in the front row, just staring at me. He—he he loves whores. You can give me money, name your price. I'm down with it. Um, and, and ladies, spice up your relationships with a nominal fee. You know what I mean? Just see how he looks at you. He loves whores too. Trust me. Uh, it'll change everything. It'll spice things up. And uh, my single friends, all my single friends, they're younger and they love to fuck. They love to fuck and they get themselves in these horrible 90-day relationships and they're always telling me, Chris, I just want to keep it simple. I want to do a lot of fucking, but I want to keep it simple. What is more simple than
7: $100?
6: (laughs) I think that's as far as I got before we started the mic. So I'll wrap it up unless anybody wants to get fucking roasted. Oh, I got a minute. Who wants to go? Who wants to get? I only—I can't even roast you because you're just a fucking walking, talking parenthetical insert joke here. Uh, (laughs) What can I say that everybody hasn't thought 40 times? Uh, I already talked about how how uh, beautiful Greg is. John Gallagher doesn't even have time to fucking. uh, Listen to my set, even though it's because he's, he knows. It's because you know you're one of my faves. John Gallagher is one of my favorite comics. He has a joke about the uh, creatures of the ocean, which I still laugh about, seriously, like a year and a half later, right? It was that good. I'm just putting so much fucking pressure on him because he has to come up here with some new piece of shit bit <laughs> and like four comics. But I love this guy. He's great. If he doesn't make you laugh, I, you know... Something's wrong with your funny bone. Or he just ran out of jokes and it's over for him. Um, All right, that's got to be a minute. I'm done. Thank you very much.
1: Chris Knazer. Now with working microphones, we have uh, the very pretty Greg Gettle. And the very manly.
6: Oh yeah, never out. never roast people at an open mic where they have a microphone afterwards. Whoopsie.
3: Holy shit, Chris! Chris said he had a knockout and fucking yeah, holy fuck, that's uh, fully formed. You wrote that right now. Yeah. Son of a son of a bitch. Yeah. I think it's like so. It's it's already perfect. You have like great tags, great uh, knockups. The hundred simpler than a hundred dollars, fucking kills me. <laughs> uh, the, the Jesus line right away is also great. Um, uh, yeah, but that's like ties it all together. I mean, just it's fucking yeah it's already
6: you would have heard you would have heard the entire jesus joke too if somebody could turn their lights off on their scooter
3: (laughs) (laughs) well the the leprosy bit obviously like yeah hanging out at open mics for sure exactly we are the lepers of society um
6: glad to be here by the way love you all
3: i I will say this the most disdain i've ever gotten from an audience was expressing genuine happiness to be at an open mic
6: (laughs) i know yeah people act like it's dirty but i mean come on we're all here and it's kind of fun so far it's super fun (laughs) That's yeah, all oh,
3: right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, dude, I don't have any criticism for it. It's already, if that's where it's at right now. It's going to be fucking yeah, yeah. amazing. Well, you
6: I, you may or may, I already have horror jokes, so this was just like, <laughs> I want to continue. I want to eventually have like 10, 15 minutes solid on prostitution because people get real quiet and listen to what the fuck you have yeah. to say. Well, no, that's great. And it's great. like,
3: it, it's, a, it's a solid, awesome perspective. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate the turnaround. I think it's, yeah, it's good. And it's like liberating. It's a feminist joke, man. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
8: Um, no, I, I totally agree with John, um, and I, I like how you're like open-minded, like you like hookers, yeah. but then you start talking about my black eye. I, I think I think you just like defeated women.
6: <laughs> oh, 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 oh touche! All right, all right, fair enough.
8: And I uh, also, how much money would it cost to fuck you? Yeah, you, know, you can pay me. I g- fuck you? No, to fuck you. I'm free. No, no, no. I'm saying, but no who self-worth. wants to
6: fuck me? You or a lady, because traditionally I'm straight. Pay like a
8: discount that'd be mm,
6: yeah here's the thing uh, I don't think I will give you a discount because you're a comic I'm so pretty and like how are you not going to talk on stage in San Francisco about the time you let a comic fuck you
3: that's true because yep, right.
6: I only pitch I don't catch
3: that's a pretty good yeah alright fair yeah. enough that's a good point I mean, like I've nev- I've, actually
6: I've never even been on the mound I've never pitched but I'm saying I'm willing to pitch if uh, you know for the right price. You got to
3: go to the minor leagues first. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's well, only I mean, been th- on this, the this mound. is
6: single A, right? Yeah. Greg Gutows. All <laughs> <pros>,
9: right? <laughs> right. <laughs> we a is, petition like, for a double. His a- asshole a- is an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in there. Where's the list?
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Is that? It? Can I get down he's now? Right,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you're rad. Everybody, hey, put hey, your hands hey. together. Chris Gutowski, <laughs> yay! I don't think I've seen him with this much optimism in a long time. He's giddy. He's giddy like a young comedian. Uh, that was exciting stuff. Exciting new stuff from Chris Kanatzer. Hear about whores and a new show near you very soon. Hey, uh, your next comedian is uh, the man responsible for uh, for the, the vault in the back. The beautiful, enormous machine that carries cold beverages and makes it so that you never bomb. You guys, you can never bomb here because there's always noise in the background now. So ne- don't worry. The <laughs> the machine in the back is listening and he's he's humming his approval. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. It's Ethan Albers.
10: Stop, 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 stop. I got time. Hold on. Not that much time. Shut the fuck up, guys. Shut the fuck up. all right good start all right and for the record the machine does not approve of prostitution jokes okay it's a religious pepsi machine oh. yeah.
3: Hallelujah.
10: i'm saying i'm saying nothing likes you in this room chris including a pepsi machine <laughs> kill yourself <I> will. <laughs> let's do it together Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Oh, man. Good start. Telling people to shut the fuck up and kill themselves. All right. Where's my jokes about my dad at? Oh, oh it fell. What is that? That's all numbers. That's random numbers. And a drawing of a coffee table I'm we'll eventually make. Put that in the back pocket. It's worth more than these pile of shit jokes I have right here. All right. Oh, man. What am I going to start with? I, uh, you guys ever do something... Um, do you guys ever do something that you think everybody's going to be ashamed of and it turns out that it's like the proudest moment they've ever had? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Like, like, that's when I determined I had to move out of Portland and get rid of my friends. Like, uh, Was when I got drunk at a bachelor party in Southern California and bought a hot dog cart and drove it back up to Portland. Paid way too much money for it and all my friends were like, hey, that's a good investment Ethan. Good on you, man. You make all your money selling sodas, don't you know that? Yeah, that's this is financially financially reasonable responsibility you can complete, Ethan. Yeah, good on you. Like fuck these people. I'm only good enough for a hot. I don't know. Oh, no. I'm only good enough for a hot dog cart, Chris. That's what they're saying. Nothing else. <laughs> oh man. We, uh, I don't know. Chris and I were talking earlier. He was talking about how he didn't have support from his family, right? Didn't you say that, Chris, earlier? Oh no, they gave up on loving you. That's right. Oh, they still talked. Yeah, I had the no love and the no support thing. So, like the, uh, like the closest I ever had, like my my dad, you know, sticking up for me or my family, uh, was. Was this like bully down the street, mouthed off to me, and my dad's like, fucking, who cares? Like, whatever, that happens. But then my dad goes in the convenience store and the bully mouths off to my dad, and my dad hits the little kid. <laughs> Full grown man smacks this kid down. That's what you get. Talk shit to Nathan Albers, he's gonna hit you regardless of age. That's how he was. 95 pounds And this is the thing That was a work of art He went back to the house That little kid ran home That little kid got his dad The dad came back To the front door Knocked on it Dad opened it up Started squaring at my dad What did my dad do? He smacked the guy down too Hit him across the face The guy walked off guys We walked like We I don't know And me and that kid Down the street Became friends And me the kid And the dad You know why We all had something common We all were hit by my father Okay We were all hit by him oh man I uh, I was driving on I consider myself a car guy I'm like pretty big into like engineering and all sorts of cars and stuff but uh, you drive to like the Central Valley you'll see guys man and you're like fucking I'm never gonna be that kind of car guy you know the kind of guys that have their pride and joy right in the front of their trailer or whatever and you're like man I know he cares more about that car than he does the child he pays $200 a month of support (laughs) okay you know, it's mine. He's going, Kyle's, I can make another Kyle. But they only made four, four to so seventy one. This is a collector, okay? Uh, that's my type. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Four four two seven five.
10: Four hundred four nice. barrel dual exhaust. Ah,
1: whatever that means. Uh hey guys. Comments for Ethan Albers.
10: First one, John Gallagher. Yes. Uh it was good. Into the microphone. Fuck off. Next one, Greg Gettle, comment.
11: I'm a force comments out of people. Yes, go ahead. I like the second two jokes. The the hot dog cart needs work. Definitely needs work. Thank you. But you know, I think you. I think it shows promise. He's supportive.
10: High five to that guy. I think (laughs) I put him on stage. Go ahead.
11: Um, Do
10: you still have that hot dog cart? No. Well, actually, yes, and. you know, hot dog cart. Well, no, no. Uh, we want to get all technical, it has a three. Responsible it needs you need a three compartment sink in order to wash uh, right. uh, in California. This one has a two compartment. I
12: have a three compartment. Sure. Yeah,
10: but it's, your sink's like the fucking of the size of my hot dog no, car no, no, um, <laughs> yeah, and then of
2: course. I, I feel like um, I feel like there's <laughs> totally more play now. in that hot dog joke. I feel yeah, it like, needs so it needs structure. It. Um, and when it came to your um, your father smacking the sh- uh, that kid and then smacking the shit out of his dad, like I love everything about that joke also feel like it had more places it could go I, yeah I, I felt like uh, i wanted to hear more about it i felt like the punchline um was just like it hit a little softer than what i was expecting because the rest of the joke had me dying
10: uh, well i was gonna helicopter my wiener as are, the closure but are
1: you are you gonna attach that to the time when you went to the kid's house and stole the playstation are you dude do you want to hear something together? funny
10: about that joke my mom finally for the first time listened to to a chat here and yeah. she goes you need to change Daniel Bowden's uh, name because I've been mean, using it on a radio and she goes his mom caught word about that and they kind of want to sweep the whole molesting past that he had under the rug and I'm just like oh okay nope not going to do that his name is Daniel Bowden unless there's Daniel Bowden
1: <laughs> truth sayer, Ethan Elmer's right there you fucking include that
10: yeah. Look at that. Just tag that story right there, guys. Absolutely. All right. Um, you have one? Oh, yeah. I was
13: just going to say, I love all your bits about your crazy dad. I've heard oh, before, thanks. and they're most, amazing.
10: Most people do. <laughs> thanks. My pain is your gain. Thanks. Yay! Bye.
1: Ethan Albers! <laughs> yay! Everybody clap and laugh at the pain of Ethan Albers. Uh, and uh, if you have quarters uh, or uh, you know any change, I actually put forty nickels into that machine, and I got a beverage out of it. It worked. Uh, hey, your next comedian, a really funny guy, looking so pretty tonight. Uh, prettier than I've ever looked with purple eyeshadow on. Anytime you want to borrow it, honey, you are welcome to do it. Put your hands together, Greg Gendell.
8: Hello. Hey. Uh, Ethan Elber's dad also hits me,
7: <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> and I was also molested by Daniel Bowden, so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Small world. <laughs> uh, did you guys have a good weekend? No. 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 Mostly yes. That's fine. I went on a... I went on a date on Saturday. What? Yay! Good for you! Pam hasn't been on a date for a while. That's why she's happy. I don't go on a lot of dates. I think I go on dates to remind myself why I don't go on dates. (laughs) Does that make sense? But like this date was like a sober date. And sober dates are like way worse than intoxicated dates. Because sober dates feel like a, a, a job interview, right? Like, like a job interview that you're probably not going to get. Like that's what a sober date is. And you just talk about the worst things. Like what, kind of, what college did you go to? What kind of food do you like? It, it, it's stupid. It means nothing. So like, I, think, I think you should do cocaine on first dates. Because you find out way more about the person in a shorter time. Do you know how many times the weather is brought up when you're on cocaine? Zero, <laughs> which is why you do cocaine. I don't want to go. I don't want you to be sober and tell me what you want me to know. I want to know what you don't want me to know. So let's do cocaine and find out how racist you are. Like, that's what I want. And I, and I like you're supposed to be like, wait, like, oh yeah, we've been on like five, six dates. With the, I don't have five or six dates to find out if I like you or not because I do cocaine. <laughs> it's expensive. You get one date and then. And let's just find out what makes you cry. That's what I want. That's what I want, man. You just find out so much more. Like, do cocaine, smoke weed, drink, do acid even. You know, like, find out about your parts, and that's what I want to know. And if you're you're into heroin or something, wait for day two. Uh, Not ready to do heroin on the first date. I don't know, man. I, I used to think I would never do cocaine, or never do heroin. But now I'm like... It's a gray area. Like, uh, you watch Intervention, you see like these people that do heroin, you're like, no, thank you. But like, like does anyone have a celebrity crush? Ben? John Cusack. John Cusack. Yay! If you're in G- John, uh, you get done watching a Cubs game, because he's a Chicago guy, you know? And then you're hanging out, and he's like, hey man, I'm really enjoying our conversation. Do you want to go up to my room and, I don't know, do some heroin? <laughs> You'd be like, fuck yeah! Like, let's do heroin! like. What I'm saying is the reason why I've never done heroin because I haven't met the right person. That's the only thing I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. I I was. Is anyone else like? Does anyone else ride public transportation? Okay, so I hate old people, (laughs) and I and like I don't know what to do about them because they're always making me late for shit. And I'm not gonna say we should kill them or anything, because I found out. (laughs) Audiences don't like hearing that, <laughs> found that out. But like, can't we run them through an obstacle course or something at age 80, like, just like, run them through like, okay, the BART's coming, you're on half the level. What do you do? Do you get to the side and let everyone go down? Like, what do you do, you know? There's more, I got the fucking horn, so I'm not gonna get into this bit, but fuck old people. And my name's Greg Gettle.
1: Greg Gettle, yay.
9: Get a good stuff, I like your hair today. Um, I think the uh, I really like the Coke date joke yeah doodling, um, maybe just a quicker setup to it, mm-hmm. um, but I like all the tags uh, they they really sound like uh, somebody who's had deep conversations on Coke before you find out a lot. there's a certain authenticity to them that I think is really just beautiful um, the don't say anything
8: about the old people. Uh, don't say anything. No, that's, no. no yeah. I, I wasn't I, going. I, wasn't I,
9: going I fuck old people, right? I'm yeah. not going to say anything yeah. about them. No. Um. Uh, the heroin. I haven't met the right person. I think that's pretty good. I don't know. Maybe. Um. I think maybe there's a stronger punch line to it. Usually it's I haven't uh, met the right
8: woman, but then you said John Cusack, and uh, yeah. that's uh, the right person. But I guess yeah. San Francisco.
9: Yeah. Um. I liked your delivery.
8: Thank you, man.
9: <laughs> you look very nice today. It's,
8: thank you. It's, it's not anything. All right. Anything else, guys? Anyone I, anything? I actually
1: uh, have a thing. Okay, uh, I do too. And um, you said the five or six dates cost money, and you can make you can roll that back into. I don't have five or six dates because I'm spending all my money on cocaine. Well, that's or, I, I think, did you, I you know say that me? I didn't hear that I mean I, I didn't hear it this time we get, it. It. he did and we okay. get a
8: lot of cocaine on that first date maybe
2: right like. well because
1: I mean if you were taking a girl out for five or six dates it's like <laughs> we $50 day a date a lot right? of cocaine. well if it was if it was $50 a date that's like 300 bucks to get to know a bitch yeah. and it only costs like 80 bucks in coke right <laughs> I, I mean I wouldn't have minded being a little bit more spelled out for me
10: right on yeah cool. um, so I have yeah just a, a, like more of a like a general suggestion so so you, you have your original date uh, material, but where's your airline food bit? Oh. And where's the, hey, guys, I'm bald.
1: People, people I, don't eat food when they're on I cocaine.
8: I that for the showcases, <laughs> airplanes. <man. Come> on. <laughs> I, I saved that for the
6: showcases is what I said. <laughs> and I, I stand by that.
10: I, oh, you got one? I, oh, no.
6: No, no, I just want to say I love the heroin thing. I can't look right at you right now because i got a crick in my neck. Um, Uh I love the heroin thing, and I like the punchline, but you could even tag it. Keep it person. Do the crowd work, and then person because it would be a guy or a girl that yells out a celebrity at you. And then that's really good. And then afterwards maybe you could say, I haven't met the right person, and then think about it and be like, anyway, my celebrity crush is Philip Seymour Hoffman.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He took heroin. I get it.
8: (laughs) All right, that's it, right? Cool, thank you. Yay!
1: <clears throat> Great. Get Gettle! Yay! Hey, guys, your next comedian here on the Joke Workshop on MutinyRadio.fm yeah. is John Gallagher! Yay!
3: Okay, hey, guys. Um, so, uh, I don't feel like I, I don't know, I, apparently I exude a lot of weird sexual energy, and I'm not sure why. I don't feel like I am a very experimental sexual person, but for some reason I've had multiple women be around me and express their interest in being gangbang to me. <laughs> and I'm not sure why, what that is about me that makes them want to express that. That's like, you and 15 people, I don't know. Like what what the deal is, uh, but I had a thing recently uh, where one of my friends invited me to a party, and he's like, yeah, come to this thing. I think it's a gangbang. He plus one invited me to a ladies gangbang, which is kind of bizarre, because if you're not friends of a pe- like a person throwing a party where you're not fucking somebody, it's awkward, right? And now it's like he shows up and he's like, oh, don't worry, Uh, he's with me. He's ready to go. This guy, get it in. And he's cool with everybody else, apparently. I don't know. But this is a thing that happened. I get plus one invited to this thing and I'm perplexed by this. And I don't know why, I I guess I just have a hard time understanding the mentality. Because it was was for a lady's birthday. It was a thing she wanted. And throwing me in the picture seems bizarre because if this is a thing you ask for on your birthday, I assume it's been mulling around in the old noggin for a little while and you have an ideal gangbang scenario you've been working in since prom or something. And there's a, 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 what I'm trying to say is there's never been a lack of dicks around. Like if you're just looking for any dick, I don't think there's ever been a time where a lady's like, there's, where do I find them? Like where... I don't think that's ever happened, like there's never a lack of cocks around at any time. Is what I'm trying to say. I don't know what makes mine so special. Uh, my friend wanted to fuck me, I guess, or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is more of a tweet uh, than anything, but I just wanted to test it out. And I think it's that, I feel like gynecologist and periscope operator should be a lot closer on the career charts than they are. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> Save it for the fucking tweets, baby. Uh, I think, uh, oh, okay. I have gone, like, I, I am, I like to talk about different fetishes. I've gone through a fair number of fetishes recently. Was originally into uh, Asian ladies, went to BBWs, then it was mink, whatever, you know, similar porn stuff. Uh, but I was went, going through a weird phase where I was, like, really dull sexually. I thought I was, like, turning asexual. Until I was just in a, in a coffee place and I just got so turned on by just watching a woman work. Like just watching like a woman just clean a t- just do her job. And it was just boner through the roof, 12 to 6 action. And I'm not sure, here's where the conflict comes. That was the sound my boner made. <laughs> it was just like that. Everybody knew. Uh, but I'm not sure if this makes me the biggest misogynist are the best feminist. You know what I mean? I'm not sure what that means for me. Because I'm like, there's part of me that's like, yeah, you're doing it, you're working hard for the ladies. But then the other half's like, yeah, for the fucking ladies. <laughs> like, Ugh. Jizz in my pants. Um, I think, okay, I've been thinking about a lot of weird 90s stuff. The movie Three Men and a Baby makes you realize that Three Men is the only hilarious scenario that men can be around a baby with. Because if there's three men a baby, that's like awkward because one guy's too there. If it's two, that's just like a loving relationship. Four plus men with a baby. What are four guys doing with one baby? There is some nefarious shit happening with this baby. Why are four? Why are five men with this baby? What are do they doing? Well, okay, that's enough.
1: Hey. Gang bangs jizzing in his pants and babies! That's John Gallagher! Woo! Yes. So we are in the Joke Workshop. Uh, hey, we've got Greg Gettle ready to give some comments.
8: Do it. All right. Uh, so the reason why women talk to you about like gangbang stuff is because they're clearly depressed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: uh, <laughs> right?
8: Uh, all right. Um, a gangbang party is the only party it's cool to bring more guys to.
3: Oh, fair enough. Okay. No, and yeah.
8: also... Uh this is like it could go either way, but like, was it her, for like her golden birthday, or oh. I hate to be there on her golden birthday. Golden it's a lot of piss. You know I, what I mean? I just
3: I just learned what that term meant the other day. Yeah. Okay. So is that
8: like cause the, so the
3: golden birthday? That's like the best
8: one. But that's like if so if you're born on like July 26th, 26th would be your golden birthday. But
3: but is it like a thing? Because I feel like but I would just say learned like, about like, it. like
8: pissing on her. But,
3: okay. Yeah. But it's, oh, okay.
8: Golden birthday, golden showers, kind of thing.
3: I, I don't
8: know. No, then, no, um, I just like didn't know if it was like a spe- it's like for special occasions. I don't know. No. Okay. And then also it's weird that your boner goes twelve to six.
3: <laughs> instead, Fair of
8: six instead of six to twelve.
3: You just goes straight down. <laughs> Fair enough. Forgot, forgot how boners worked. <laughs> weird guy at the gangbang. Alright. I I love uh,
6: that you're one fifteenth of a girl's ideal lover. Exactly. yeah, exactly. Oh, there you go. That's fine. Um that's funny. But also, I think that part should come after you talk about the plus one because
3: oh, with, with like, going. a
6: non sequitur entry, like, you're talking about the ocean, and then you just pause and you say, so I was just plus one invited to a gangbang. Perfect.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
6: either, that's way better. a
14: better tag than I would have had. Oh, go ahead. Like, uh, as far as, like, when women want to tell you about the gangbang, or you want you to... They want to fuck you, but only with a couple extra guys. Yeah, Like Do they have, like, x-ray eyes? Like, See how little my dick is? Oh, they, they know maybe, I can't fulfill them. They're going to need, like, so five extra dicks <laughs> to,
3: like, get over, like, yeah, killing okay. you.
14: are somewhere along so,
3: so, Like the personality, need a lot more dick. Okay, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Something
7: <laughs>
15: like that. Uh, I was also – the sequitur also works, but I was going to say that maybe starting out the joke with the text message might be – um a better surprise element okay. than working into it slowly and you might get that bigger laugh, laugh up front. For sure. Um, so I'm going to try out.
3: Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, all right. Anybody else? Well, cool, it's all super helpful. Thanks, guys.
1: Yay! He's one fifteenth of a gangbang. It's John Gallagher. Yes! Yeah! I think that's very funny. I'm glad you said that. I should never bring you up as that, though, because then I'm ruining your joke, but that is like the best thing to bring someone up as, I think. <laughs> Sorry, funny. Uh, hey, your next comedian is very funny man. Uh, every time he's here, we're just so happy about it. And you can see him all over clubs and colleges in uh, the Bay Area. Put your hands together. It's Joey Avery.
11: All right.
4: I feel like we should replace clubs and colleges with bars and basements. I feel <laughs> like that's a much more accurate for literally everyone in this room. Um, I, uh, so some of you guys know, I actually, I grew up in the Bay Area. I like, I like this area a lot. Um, I like San Francisco the best, because San Francisco, you do get a decent amount of diversity and different kinds of people. I grew up near San Jose, which, if you've never been to San Jose, it's basically a bunch of beige-skinned dudes who kind of work out, Um, and pretty much, it seems like the only job for them down there is to catcall girls and iron the flat brim of their hat. That's generally the entire city of San Jose, but that's where I'm from, so I, I respect that. But... San Francisco is great, because when you live with a lot of different cultures, you learn about different practices and you learn cool things. Like Recently, I learned that in a lot of Indian cultures, um, if, a, if a child passes away, the mother will cut off all of her hair, uh, which I thought was an, was an interesting one. I also learned that uh, if a young white couple is in love, what they do is they have a professional photographer take photos of them in a meadow, and then they post it on every single social media platform possible. <laughs> with one unifying hashtag. Um, and that's, those are my people. Um, what else? Oh yeah, if, if you're, if actually, if you're in San Francisco and uh, you see a person who's a, a, a young, struggling artist trying to make their way as a creative individual in this world, what they do is they actually hang a pink mustache on their car. That's what, <laughs> that's, that one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's all it's all symbolism. Symbols change. I was looking at one the other day, was uh, Chuck Taylor's Converse. That symbol changed. Well, that symbol used to be was like the peak of athleticism. Okay, it was it was you saw Chuck Taylors, you thought basketball played at the highest level. Okay, then it moved on, and now you see Chuck Taylors, and you're like drug use and debauchery, <laughs> right? They're like the Lamar Odom of shoes. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, I I am probably only gonna tell that today in this room. Yes, that's one of those tweets that I'm like, "What if I want to like be a mayor someday? You know, like I can't be shit because I like Lamar Odom. I don't want to shit on him. That's just a fucking great point, dude. Um, what? Yeah, he was great. He's a good. He's good. Yeah, he's a great guy. Fucking A for Lamar. <laughs> um, okay. What else? Oh yeah. So I actually I just reached kind of a milestone I've almost I've almost been with the same girl for four years yeah almost almost which is kind of which is kind of crazy. yeah, right and I feel like thank you I feel like if you're a young man and you've been monogamous with one woman for four years, you should get a degree So I feel like you deserve you deserve a degree because you've made one very specific niche skill. That is not going to help you with strangers in the real world. Right? Yeah. And it's going to cost you a shitload of money. It's it's basically a vagina university. It's uh if uh if it's, you know, a conservative one, it's probably private and no fun, and if it's liberal, it's just pretty public. You know what I mean? You get all sorts of people in there. And the greatest thing is if you're a good athlete, you can cheat your way through.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. There it is. Thank you guys. Material from that asshole, Joey Avery. We should hate on him because his new jokes are good and I fucking hate him. Uh, hey, I mean, I, you're great. I love you. Your new jokes are so great.
9: Love the joke about uh, being in a relationship for four years. I get to degree. I'll just uh, make a suggestion to make myself feel important. Uh, maybe something about how, uh, like, getting a degree online, having a relationship. Oh,
4: that's kind of not shape. bad at all. I like that.
9: It's not the same as a real, <laughs> right? It's the real oh, Dude, that's great. Okay, <laughs> this
4: is this is a fucked up
13: tag for that one, but uh, uh, if you get tired of it, you can always
4: vagina tech. Vagi- vagina tag, like Virginia tag, right? like yes. massacre. I'm gonna not. I'm gonna pass on that. But I like I like where your heads well, are. Just throw yeah, it in there. totally. No, yeah, that's that's why we're here. I just don't want to represent that but I feel you
1: I, I really liked your when you talked about the Meadow and the Pete white people I found that very poignant that, that whole one two three on that it was unexpected for me and I enjoyed it very much cool. maybe her name is Meadow and they're running through a meadow Ooh, I, I like don't know that. Maybe you could take off your hat and make your hair blow in the breeze or something. <laughs> like a little tiny act out. Not a real act out, but right, just sort just of the, a Right, just like a sub act out. sort of like a, like, a, yeah. like a hair flip of yeah. an act out. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Maybe
11: it's because I've grown up in the Bay Area and I hate everything in L.A. Fuck Lamar over them, Keep him in the skit. That was, yeah. that was my favorite part of it. Yeah.
4: I just feel so bad. Is I'm he, though? He oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Cool. Thank you guys. Yay! Yay!
1: Joey Avery running back to Concord or some oh other strange God, East Bay place. Yay. He always really, really a great newly formed. Both you and Kanats are just show up here tonight and they're like, Oh, we got like new jokes and they're all written out and everything's together. Yeah. Good. I'm a, I'm a little jelly right now. I need some peanut butter to go with my uh, jelly. Hey, your next comedian is going to maybe hopefully make me feel better about myself. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Tommy McGuire.
14: Shut up, cunt. No, thank you. Thank you very much, Pam. Thank you for everything. Yeah, man. I picked it out myself. You know I know what that song is. Look at me fucking love screaming lotuses. Right now, probably about this hour, one year ago is when I started doing this. Thank you very much to Pam. Thank you to Mutiny. Thanks for all the support, all you awesome people. Uh, But I can't do it anymore, man. Uh, I can't. I need to stop being a shitty comic. <laughs> I, I can't do it anymore, man. I'm depressed as fuck. And I walk home every night. Yeah. You <laughs> see this? It's not a happy person. Dead inside. But uh, it's cool, man. Now, I got to admit, and I imagine most of you guys would agree, like Bill Cosby's a piece of shit. Not going on on a limb there, but I'm still impressed, man. Because no matter how long or how great of a com- like how long I do comedy or how great of a comedian I, am, I I turn out to be. There's no fucking way. You'll get 50 women to publicly admit they've had sex with me. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> gonna happen, man. I'd be lucky if I get three. Um, yeah. It's because I'm good at sex. Hey guys. The West is Westboro Baptist Church, they've got a problem with everybody and everything, right? Do you think they have a problem with, like, breastfeeding their daughters? You know what I mean? Like, fucking just send her and I know you need it, but you're a piece of shit and you're going to hell. Burn in hell, baby. I know you're mine, but fucking dyke. I don't know. That needs to be a better joke. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly why I'm here, not showcasing anywhere in the city. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another new one. You know, as a reformed white person, I, do, I try my best not to be racist, but doesn't it bum you out when you're, when you're a, a non, well, when you're a white person, when you see someone making racism really easy for you? You know what I mean? It's It's shitty. You know, it's like when you see like a, you know, you get pulled, you get, fuck my dick. (laughs) When you see someone driving erratically and shitty and it's an Asian woman, you're like, God damn it, stop it. You're fucking enabling racism. You see a Mexican dude doing something that they do is racist. I don't know. But God damn it, Jorge. Fucking get your shit together. Or it's like, you know, you see a fucking black dude like really enjoying chicken while he's being murdered by the police. Just really fucked up, man. Like, come on, guy. Do your part. Stop eating chicken while you're getting murdered by police. It's going to happen anyways. You just don't need the chicken involved. Yeah. Told you it's a new one. I got nothing on that. Um, all right, fuck it. I'm going to tell you my first joke I ever told here. Yeah. I wrote it here. So I actually did just turn 35. God, fuck my life. Yeah, I know I look good for it, but I'm a piece of shit outside of it. <laughs> Looks aren't everything. Can't pay my rent with this fucking beautiful face. Um, and every year my mom gets me an edible bouquet because she thinks I'm like a mid-30s fucking, or mid-40s secretary or something like that. Edible bouquet, you know what that is? Flowers or f- fruit that made like flowers. Thanks, mom. Thought is amazing. The fruit sucks. But you can stop. Please. But I feel like she set like a high watermark for like gift giving, for everybody. I'll never receive a better gift than I did when I was 18. Now, I was adopted and it's not a sad story. It's great, it's fucking, my parents are beautiful. I'm very, very, very fortunate and blessed to be adopted by these people. But when I was 18, um, they thought I was ready and they gave me this letter that was handwritten from my birth mother to them explaining uh, the cause for the adoption. My dad was a piece of shit. Uh, family, you know, health history—all just little important things that I might need to know, you know. Uh, and then it got to the point of who the baby daddy was, and um, there were three candidates because it was the '70s, and mommy liked the party. And uh, two of them were Irish, overweight, Irish, Irish, you know. And then the third one was a Syrian guy.
7: I was like, damn,
14: I'm not fat. I got this nice olive skin, a little bit of a unibrow, awesome cheekbones. That had to be my dad, huh? Holy shit! So the first thing I did was I was like, "What the fuck is Syria?" And 9/11 hadn't happened yet. We weren't really paying attention, or I wasn't. Uh, so I was like, "What the fuck is Syria?" Like, Holy shit! I'm, er- I'm... Holy shit! There's no greater gift you can give an 18-year-old wigger than proof that he's not fully white. <laughs> Fucking Osleika alam. I fucked that up too and <laughs> I'm gonna go kill myself guys thank
1: you <laughs> ah, alaikum. that was Tommy McGuire and his year anniversary Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yay alright who's Good. got does anybody have comments
14: but write better jokes are you, you guys got just got gonna be silent? he doesn't want I'll, I'll take them if anyone has anything to say but I, I get it too <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm loving this new honesty that he's embracing in year two of comedy. He's like, fuck you guys, I'm just going to school. I'm just going to say whatever I want. Yet, once you, the absence of caring is what makes it all so much easier. Absolutely. Put your hands together again, Tommy McGuire! Hey, uh, let's go from bitter cynicism to bright, shiny optimism. Your next comedian is a young man who just keeps coming back and has uh, great comments for people and new material, and he's very young. Uh, That's just nice. But you are. You're like a fresh new face on the mutiny radio scene. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Calvin Albright.
13: Uh, I guess let me start with my apparently trademark young youthful love of jokes about <laughs> the guy who named the cockroach had a weird looking cock <laughs> uh, i'm happy to be here i'm happy to be here i uh, i am i'm wearing my favorite hoodie tonight and i had to retire it for a while because i go to san francisco state university and recently they sent out an email that went along the lines of hey there's a sexual assault i'm they were a little more formal than that but Hey, there's a sexual assault, and the guy looks like about six feet tall, light skin, brown hair, and uh, he has—he wears a green hoodie. So I, fuck, I can't wear that hoodie anymore, because that's basically me. I'm really glad I had an alibi for that night. <laughs> uh, I know that's the, that's the least, the the. Least uh, harmful thing to come out of sexual assault. I can't wear my hoodie anymore. <laughs> not even for a long time. Just a little while. I had to stop wearing my hoodie, and no one touched me. It was great. <laughs> uh, I I was on campus. I gave money to one of those guys who like are begging. Well, not like begging for it, but like, hey, I got a cause, and I gave money for the first time because he had the shirt that. As as a white guy, it's it's always my goal to be looked on as cool by black people because that's it's ingrained in us guys to be honest and he comes up to me and he's got a shirt that says hip-hop and he said yo you got a time you got a minute for the kids and i'm like shit yeah fuck yeah i got a minute for the kids what's going on and then he goes on about how white people are homogenizing the rap community and putting black people further down and i go fuck yeah you're right man that's that is happening and i gave money to him because it was the cause of like promoting underground artists and talking to kids about like the right kind of art for hip-hop, and I gave him money. But I mainly gave him money because of the I was like, hey man, is Wu-Tang Clan still all right? And he goes, fuck yeah, Wu-Tang forever. So of course I gave him $5. <laughs> and that was my bus money. I walked home, it was, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> <No
16: five>?
13: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had beef and I brought the ruckus. Tink Clan ain't fuck with. Uh, I met David Blaine once. <laughs> he didn't do magic for me. He was just at fucking Subway. <laughs> he didn't make, well, he made the sandwich disappear, but it was in a slow and gradual process. <laughs> I did get his signature. All I had was a blank piece of paper. And I have this blank piece of paper with David Blaine's signature at the bottom. And I, and I go, what do I do with this? And what I do with this is write a note from David Blaine to me that's already signed. So it just says, nice dick player, David Blaine. <laughs> and I thought this could be something I could do. So uh, I, was at, I was at a comedy show. I was at a Mike Birbiglia show. And after he's signing things in the lobby, and I again present him with a blank piece of paper, and he signs the bottom, and I take it home. I go, fuck, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was like, okay, I owe you a baby. Mike Probiglia. <laughs> what did I want to do? What do I want to do? Uh, <laughs> I wrote this right now. It's a very fucked up joke. I don't think I'll tell it again after this. But you know what? For you people, I'm saving it for marriage, it being domestic abuse. <laughs> <laughs> One delayed applause for that. Uh, I did move, recently move to San Francisco, and one of the I went to my first strip club here, and I, it's not really for me. It, it was like, okay, yeah, these women are beautiful. It was much more athletic though than it was sexual for me. Like they were doing like reverse push-ups off the ceiling, holding only the pole with their butt, and it was crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> this is not erotic. That's just impressive. And honestly, I don't want to invite athleticism into the bedroom. Like, damn, that's hot that you're naked. But shit, do some push-ups if we're going to happen right now.
1: <laughs>
13: I'll end on that silence.
1: Calvin Albright has been to one strip club because he looks like he's 12. Yay! Comments. Comments. for. Tell him what strip clubs are really like, Tommy McGuire.
14: <laughs> Go to Montreal. Um, Portland. The, uh, the, the domestic abuse one's good. He just didn't tell it right. Uh, there's, some, there's something to it, and it's a quick one, just just to like a buffer between two longer. Jokes yeah. That. There's, some, there's something there. Um, but yeah, like you know, I'm trying to be a good Christian, saving it for marriage. You know, I'm waiting till I'm married to you know beat the shit out of my wife or something. You know, or, 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 or domestic well, abuse or something like that. I
1: feel like it could be a list joke that that could be in. I feel like you could okay. couch it in a list if you're like, and by it. I mean, we're going to eat its-its. And by it, I mean, we're going to do it in the butt. And by it, I mean <laughs> domestic violence. Or whatever. You could, like, run a list and make some of them cute and some yeah, of them gross. That would be, that would be good, just like, to yeah. further it out. Yeah.
17: Beers,
13: like, yeah
17: you can turn the mic over here. Oh. I don't want to be rude, because I just walked in. Yeah. And if I'm being super rude, I'll buy oh, you no, a beer.
13: No, no. I'll hear
17: it. I kind of felt like your your hands in your pockets were like watching a woman jogging without a bra <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great comment i love it thank I was, you I was, I was more distracted by the puppy is biting in your pocket by <laughs> your mouth so no and, and i'm not it's a great comment. no I'm just this saying, is a comedy we get well watching this. the 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 pocket wrestling and i would look up at you and every so often i would i would see those and i would be like oh my god he's 12 and i would and black people, and then I would think about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, so hands out here and <laughs> it was color. just like a minor <laughs> thing so
13: and on, now there you go. So black
1: people. Just <laughs> like, <laughs> just that's like, minstrelsy that's, <laughs> that's 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 oh, race. My, <laughs> <recommendation. laughs> my only recommendation would be grab
17: your dicks you don't look like you're twelve. There you go. Oh, yeah. oh, so
18: Thank you. <laughs> Comments.
9: Uh. So you look like a rapist. That's a good start. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe something about how your sweatshirt needs an alibi, or uh I, don't know. I, I think that's a I think that's a funny thing to happen in real life. It's cool that like you can take that from a personal experience, but I think there's a stronger punchline there.
15: Okay. thanks. Uh, I agree. This this sweatshirt, uh, yeah, having an alibi is pretty good. But you got so nervous when talking about. Uh, The fact that you were the same description as a sexual predator that i kind of questioned your innocence for a while (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if like depending on what you're going for that could really work for you if you just like really kind of play it out and because I really uh, Will not let you see me walk away Did he not assault
13: someone? Yeah, I don't think that's the vibe I need to cultivate
15: I mean for me (laughs) It happened
17: if, that, if that sexual <laughs> predator was my type, I would totally, after that story, I would totally give you my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, okay. came, came off a little guilty, yeah.
11: In that respect, I had uh, I just wrote a little thing. It might be a little too wordy. Sorry, I Even though I paid my friend to provide an <laughs> alibi, he's not that good of a friend, and I better su- I don't, uh, err on the side of the caution and not wear my sweatshirt. Okay. But it's not, that's not funny. So funny. <laughs> so, all right, well. Hey, that was Calvin Albright. Huzzah! Calvin
1: Albright! <laughs> Yay! You guys are listening to the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We've been having comments from everybody, and we've been having comedy from everybody, too. Our next comedian, uh, he might be more of a storyteller. He came to us by way of Luna Marlboro, who we love very, very much, so he has really good recommendations. This is gonna be his first time up in an open mic, so fucking be kind, you assholes, and uh, put your hands together, it's a Darius Bell.
16: Hola, hola, what's up, y'all? Give it up for uh, this red nice fox right here. She was killing this guy, that shit was beautiful. Fuck. She's representing Black Lives Matter with this woman. For real. Um, what's up, y'all? I actually just started telling comedy like, hella recently, like like Saturday. Uh, <laughs> so like I'm like new than a motherfucker. Um, I was actually just busting a bunch of jokes. It was like killing everyone there. <laughs> um, and then a woman walked over and tapped me on the shoulder, and she said, look, this shit's really funny. <laughs> You should go do this comedy place or something, because this fucking funeral doesn't want this comedy here. (laughs) So we should do this shit somewhere else. So I was like, fuck it, I'll I'll write a couple jokes. And um, yeah, I came here to Mutiny. Uh, First person I met was the Ed Sheeran lookalike, who was here earlier with the red hair. He was great. And then the the Seth Rogen, uh, son of Anarchy playoff guy, he was great too, Chris. Um, I met those guys first, so they really welcomed me into the Mutiny. So thank you guys for letting me come up here. Um, I'm actually not really funny. I write a bunch of fucking stories, um, usually about my life or my mom. She's probably the funniest person I know. I remember like the first fucking joke she told me. She she sat me down and was like, you want to hear a joke? Yeah, mom, go ahead. Tell me a fucking joke. (laughs) Knock, knock. Okay, mommy, okay, mommy. Knock, knock. Okay. Who's there? <coughs> my daddy. Okay, mom. My, my daddy who? I don't know, little motherfucker. I've been trying to figure that out for a while. <laughs> I've been thinking about this shit for years. Um, she also made, like, really bad combinations with dinner plates and shit. Like, I would never really get the right fucking, like, shit I was supposed to get, like, the white kids were supposed to get, you know, like the normal shit, man. Like, I wanted fucking vegetables. Only kid in the hood that was like, oh, it's a fucking vegetable. It's a fucking greens. Um, first dinner I remember is like, she cooked like fried chicken. And I looked at her, I was like, "I was like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, black fucking like fried chicken. That shit's sh- truth of the motherfucker. You know what? Fuck that, fuck that other joke. I got some real shit. I'm gonna go to West Oakland, like, next week. I'm gonna start a fucking fried chicken shop. <laughs> and it's gonna be called. Ginger fried chicken. Yeah. This is gonna be fucking great, fucking amazing, and 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 uh, the chicken wings will be one dollar for everyone of color. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah, you will you will pay three dollars for chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole concept of the chicken spot. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I just had to throw that out there, man. Since we're talking about fried chicken. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, I think a clown just got a face job. Which, uh, I fucked or something. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll end on this note, man. I uh, I tried being a vegan. That shit is harder than a motherfucker. Like I tried it for how long? My girl was like, "Oh my god, you should be a vegan." It's like, no meat, no anything with animals, no honey. She's black, by the way. No yeah, no honey. Fucking vegans do no honey. Like, cause it's animal shit. So, obviously, this didn't really work out for me so well. Uh, the first two weeks, all I did was drink a bunch of water and smoked a bunch of weed. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's my first one.
1: Put your hands together with Jerry's book. Yeah. In the book. Yeah. So, uh, this is the point where you guys give commentary. I thought he did an amazing job. If that's your first time doing comedy, you have great stage presence. Yeah. You have command of the audience. You're not afraid to talk to the audience. You rift. I mean, you did a bunch of, like, excessive, like excelling comedy skills that, I mean, were, and it's your first time? It
16: was all because of the fucking funeral.
1: Uh, well, thank God for funerals, because you murdered it. Uh, we have a commentary from Ben Lupinetti and Calvin Albright.
9: I love the way you tell the, uh, the joke your mom tells you. That's, uh, you, you're a storyteller? Did I hear that right? Uh, Let's just say uh, yes. Uh, uh, black. Okay, <laughs> that qualifies. Uh, yeah, I, I. mean, it shows. It's. Uh, I. I like the way you. You know, you got the voice for your mom, the voice for you as a little kid, uh, performing as like different characters. That was a good way to do it. And the. Uh, I think, like Pam was saying, the timing, the rhythm of the joke, it's really spot on. Really uh, good timing. And uh, gentrified chicken.
16: <laughs> that could work. Yeah, I thought about that shit on Bartrain. Thanks, Pam, for setting that one up. Uh, I was like, yo, I wanna do this so bad.
9: That business could work. Like you open one of those, you get lines around the block, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that
13: yeah, I wanted to start by saying drench-a-fried chicken was amazing. Be <laughs> charging white people more would that honestly would work as a business. We'd definitely do that. We'd be sure, like shit. Sure. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, like we got a lot of white guilt, we'll pay extra. It's time, it's time
16: to level the playing field. <laughs> <laughs>
13: Uh, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. You're just your overall tone, voice, and presence was really there. I mean, you, I mean, like body language. You like you uh, defaulted to like putting your arm kind of close, and you, uh, there was a nervous tap going on. So it's just something to be aware of. But overall, the overall presence was really good.
11: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yay! First timer, Darius Bell. Yeah. yeah way it. Yay, dude. Way to show him how it's done, first timer. I uh, hope you come back again and again to the joke workshop here on mutinyradio.fm i'm your host pam benjamin uh we have a couple more people that we're going to do the regular format for and then we're just going to switch into sets just so that we can get everybody on because the hayward boys are here what yay benjamin Law and mikey j starks came all the way from hayward so we got to honor that shit what uh but your next comedian Hey guys, sometimes people take notes when they really want to be professional. But uh, as long as you think of them in your head, just uh, you know, we really do want to focus on the comedians here and uh, think about ways to to help them in their in their future comedy findings. Uh, so remember always, if you're gonna feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. That's the way we are here. We're very. I think we've been actually really nice tonight. We've been very constructive and wonderful. And I just want to keep that vibe going. But I want you guys to think about like. We're really here to help each other, so if you think of tags for people, help them out. Your neck comedian, he's a real new comedian, too, but he's a very funny man. I'm excited. This is his first time here at MutinyRadio.fm. Put your hands together wildly. Slap your meatballs together. It's Shaggy.
11: Hello, yes, I am Shaggy. I am 41 with a... Uh, nickname Shaggy, I don't know what that says about me, maybe I'm reliving a second childhood. Anyway, uh, the main reason why I keep the nickname Shaggy is because uh, every year, and you probably know this on your calendars, it's probably marked already, there's Sex with Shaggy Day, and you don't have to have sex with me, there's plenty of Shaggies out there of course, but you know, just saying, it is tomorrow. so. You only have uh, 28 hours left or so to have sex with a Shaggy. It doesn't have to be me. Yeah. Uh, Pam is right. This is I just started last week doing this. Uh, I'm probably not going to be as good as the guy who uh, came up before. I appreciate Pam being nice and saying, don't be mean to me because I'm very sensitive yeah. No. uh actually it's really great. Uh, I did the open mic uh, last week, and there's a girl there. I struck up a conversation with her, and uh, she said, oh, you know you're okay." You know I said, oh, "Well, I'm just getting started." Um, you know she says, "Well, do you have any other like other jokes you can tell me?" I said, "Well, you know, a lot of my jokes are longer stories, but uh, you know I have a few one liners like you know, I told her." some jokes that girls like, like a, uh, what do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. What, what happened when the cat swallowed a ball of yarn? She had a litter of mittens, and she laughed, and I'm like, okay, good. We're, we're conversating, things are going well, and I, I think I'm gonna test out her political sensibilities. And so, where do you hide, where, where's the best place to hide money from a Republican? A science textbook. She laughed, I'm like, okay, great. She doesn't like Republicans too, good. This is all going well, we're talking, we're having, I'm getting her drunker and drunker. And I finally leaned over and I said, you know, uh, one night with me, you'll feel like you're the only girl in my basement. <laughs> she laughed, luckily, you know, she understood, oh, I'm a comic, and uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to get her out of my basement, though. <laughs> I did get her home, and I, I have to say, ladies, please convert to the Velcro bra. Please, I know, I know, I don't know why Velcro bras have not become more in fashion, but it just makes it easier for us guys. You know, you get a, a three or four snap bra; it's it's very hard. You have to concentrate. Uh, I personally, I'll have trouble with getting any bra off. The the way I find it easiest to get a bra off, it's a little chloroform to the face. Uh, Roofies just take way too long. I'm not a violent person, I'm not gonna knock them out. You know, just a little chloroform, three seconds later, the bra's off and you're having fun. The other day, I uh, I got a new couch, and uh, so my roommate and I were taking the old couch out, and as we're doing it, I said, you know, It'd be kind of fun to just take this couch somewhere and pop it down and watch. You just sit in the couch and people watch somewhere. You know, get some popcorn, beer, whatever. And say, oh, that's a great idea. But the couch is a little heavy. We didn't want to go too far. Couple minutes later, we're in my neighbor's bedroom. They're going, hey, this is really creepy. What are you doing here? And we're, hey, we're just entertaining ourselves. Uh, Criminal Minds, I don't know if you know the show, it's a, uh, there's a group of FBI agents and they go solve serial murders. Uh, but they, the way they uh, give the profile to the local police department is a little weird. They take turns speaking sentence, sentences. And so like one person will start and say, the person we're looking for, the serial killer we're looking for is a human. They have skin. The other, the boss will say, And I'm pretty sure, based on the fact that he wrote a note, he went to elementary school at some point in his life. And sure enough, the other, the smarty guy will say, statistics will show that this person has probably peed at least a few times in their life. And at at least once, I'd love to see a police officer go, what the fuck, you just described everybody on this planet, who the fuck are we looking for? (laughs) I'm just gonna end it with that. These are all new jokes, so uh, this is Joke Workshop.
1: For, keep it going for Shaggy. Yay. All right. Uh, people on the, I think he needs to be creepier. I mean, if he's going to do creepy fucking jokes, you've got to be a little creepier, right?
11: Well, I, I could dispose of the body. Like, when my disposal of the bodies, I say, uh, you know, I could do a bro- Breaking Bad, just get some acid. You don't have to worry about hiding the body or anything like that.
1: lime. I mean, but, yeah, any... I mean... <laughs> I mean, it could be you look. You don't look like a scary person, but just listening to your jokes, you say a lot of creepy things. Was Jeffrey Dahmer
11: so looking I'm, like a scary person? It, it, Did exactly No, they, looked like they look like guys, normal guys, like me.
1: Yeah, me. absolutely. That's a, joke. That's a joke right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could set it up with that, and then do your creepy jokes, and people will be more like on board with you. Being creepy, cause you don't look creepy and you don't sound creepy, but you're. I'm jokes
11: really are not that creepy, but I I play <laughs> one on the stage.
1: Right, 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 right. So then, if you're gonna play one on stage, you gotta kind of set it up so that we know that we're going like we need to go to Creepsterville, I think.
11: Should I hang brain out my zipper or what? Well, I. Mean, How do I look more creepy?
1: Well, no, just uh, it's it's like that setup, like you said after just now, where you're like, uh, oh, was was Jeffrey Dahmer creepy? Was was John Wayne Gacy? Well, John Wayne Gacy was yeah. dressed like a clown, so he was kind of creepy. But who, you know, who were the creepy was guys? Fat.
9: Let's not body Boy,
1: shame the
7: guy. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, he was a children's
9: entertainer.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Up to a point. Yes. I, I
9: didn't
1: feel like you started out creepy. Talk, talk into you? the microphone, sweetie. Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. Just all oh, you
17: did. This. There you go. I didn't feel like you started out creepy, like with the sex joke. I felt like I was starting out in a nudist resort in Colorado. And then when you started out with the chloroform jokes, it's like I went from like a cuddling nudist resort in Colorado, and I ended up on a cold in my basement. Basement <laughs> in Florida. Like I jumped across the country too quickly. So maybe, maybe, He's
19: got a Floridian basement. Basements
11: in Florida are the worst <laughs> places in the world.
17: I don't know. Like, so it, it, but the sex with Shaggy thing <laughs> was like awesome. Like I, I was with you. Until you tried to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm just saying it was that. Like, I, w- I was there. I, was I there. often
11: will, won't combine the two jokes, but it just, they were all new jokes I did yesterday. Yeah. And I and thought, I'm not
17: saying that, that my it. endorsement is like an offer to go have sex with you in the bathroom. <laughs> it was good, but the transition was like weird.
3: And oh,
12: the yeah. yeah, so maybe
17: you could pull out a rag and, no and right. say tomorrow's sex with Shaggy day, and I've got the chloroform rag ready if anybody wants to volunteer. Oh, that's
1: nice. Asking volunteers—that's really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
9: that's
11: I do have the chloroform rag ready.
1: <laughs> I've heard chloroform is fun. Uh, other comments, Ben.
9: <coughs> I was just going to add that uh, how long uh, uh, how long ago did you start doing comedy? Last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I gotta say, for being new at it, you seem very relaxed on stage. I thought you're uh, you you don't seem to be uh, rushing too much, you're getting too nervous, uh, (laughs) which is good. Uh, Makes it easier to enjoy following along. Um, But yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think it's good that you don't rush, but uh, maybe just think about areas to edit up the uh, wording of the jokes, make them a little bit tighter. Like I think the basement thing's really funny. Um, You got like a kind of boom, boom. Punchline thing going, that's good. Uh, Yeah, maybe just tighten up the setup a little.
1: Sweet! Everybody keep laughing. It was Shaggy! Hey, your next comedian was just giving great comments on the panel, as he always does. He has a show here every fourth Wednesday of the month and other times, too. Uh, also, coming up on November 7th, it's a great show called Hired Killers. He always books the best comedians for that every time. Like, this is like your eighth one. You're yeah, such a great stalwart here in the community. Put your hands together right now. It's Ben Lupinetti. Oh, my fans are
9: here. Are you going to hurt my feelings after this? You yeah, I'm pointing at you. But- Come on. I feel like you're gonna tell me things I don't like about myself. Uh, That's the kind of comments you're giving tonight. You're fine. Just keep staring at me deathly serious. This is great for me. Eye contact over here. Good. Yeah, that was cool, Shaggy. People always seem way more excited about new comics, so enjoy that for a while. It's, you've been doing comedy for a couple years, people are like, oh yeah, three years, that makes sense. You seem about, "Mm, yeah. Surgeons don't get that. Surgeons, you have to be doing it for a while to impress people. You can't just be like, I just started cutting people up last week. Kay, can you do me? All right. What do we got here? Uh, I'm left-handed which is not like being other minorities. Uh, On the one hand, nobody ever had to call the National Guard to get me into school. On the other hand, I've never heard of anybody walking into a classroom and finding 15 pairs of perfectly good white-handed scissors and one fucked up, broken, lefty scissor thing. Black scissors. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's funny if you're left-handed. People tell me I look tired. Please stop telling me this. Because I don't know who you think you're helping. Like, what, are you going to give me a pillow and lay me down for a nap? That's not helping me out. You don't sound concerned. You sound like a dick. (laughs) Not a joke, just information. I'm an introvert by nature. I don't really like talking to people. and most people I find are extroverted, and I don't know how, as an introvert, to explain to the extroverted people I care about that I'm alone in my room with the covers pulled over my head in the dark because everything's fine. Like, that's a good day for me. I'm having a blast in there, just trust me. I know what I'm doing. Um, I've gotten kind of out of shape in the past uh, year or so, and I find myself getting really envious of guys who are like really fit and really good shape. Uh, But actually, I think what I'm really jealous of is just that I see guys and I think like, oh, he probably eats the recommended serving size. There's a guy who wouldn't just do anything for a Klondike bar, he's got... (laughs) Limits, like self-respect, for example. And now I think, I, I don't even want a good body. I just really envy the people who do not seem to care at all what anybody thinks of their body. Like the kind of guy who walks out of the Folsom Street Fair with a big, fat, hairy belly that hasn't seen the sun in two years, and he's just happy to be in the world! <laughs> He's just a spirit, and his body is a conveyance that allows him to interact with the universe. And he likes nachos. Yeah! Don't we all. San Francisco's a weird town. We seem to be completely intolerant of people walking around wearing no clothes, but nobody says a word about dogs walking around wearing people clothes. Double standard. Great. Um, Is anybody else like me, do you have the regular soap in your shower that's just for every day getting clean? I was just at the gym, I'm sweaty, I need to soap down. And then you also have the soap for the days you think you might have sex. No, okay, (laughs) just checking. Might have sex up, so doesn't ring a bell? Cool. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you guys ever get a background check for your jobs? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You ever get a background check at your job after you've been working there for four months already? <laughs> yeah, the last place I worked, I'm like, what is the point of this? You've essentially already had a foreground check on me. Isn't The whole point of a background check to make sure that I'm not gonna do any of the things you already know I haven't been doing in the first four months that I've been here. How many times have you caught me jerking off in the bathroom? No, you haven't caught me once. There's your background check. Guys, I've been fantastic. Thank you for listening.
1: That's Ben Lupinetti. All right, it's time for the comments. From the people. Uh, hey, I'm going to
9: label this section comments Calvin Albright has Peace. some comments
1: here for I mean, Ben uh, You, like a,
9: sir, in the rapey sweatshirt. Oh,
13: yeah, what's that? You, sir, in the Argyle sweater, the leather jacket, and the cargo pants. Hey,
9: hey, I got fashion on me, bitches. What up? That
13: was my first comment, like actually, it. about your wear. <laughs> cool. I, I was going to say, there's a lot, it, it sounded like a lot of the stuff was uh, newer, and it had a lot of potentials of... uh Better, better endings. What more written out? I don't have any specific comments. Potential. Except, except keep at it, brother.
9: Cool. All right, you saw something in there. Maybe there's yes, something keep I keep working I, with I, it.
13: I like, I like your voice. I don't know if you. Oh,
9: thank say you. Uh, I wish they would more. Talk your voice. Uh, uh, nice uh. voice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I think you're funny.
9: Thanks. That's what I came here for. I. I Validation from strangers. I,
1: I, um, I always enjoy your cadence. I liked. Uh, I, I, this is stuff I haven't heard before, cadence? so I'm. Uh, yeah. Cadence. Yeah, it's a big. How's word. my timbre?
9: Do you like my timbre? I love
1: your I like timbre. timbre. Yeah. Timbre. timbre. But I mean, tam- I think you're. I think you're a winner, Ben Lupinetti. Ah, oh, thanks. So does my mom.
9: Call mom.
1: I
11: I think you could go into more detail about how weird San Francisco is like oh yeah yeah. I've got some more yeah the the guy with the, I was like "Eh." there's funnier people out there yeah
1: yeah showing your tummy is funny Oh, it is. I mean it is ah. Especially if you're proud of it like the people we were talking about at Folsom. Street. Oh, I'm not. I'm oh. not proud of but it. it. <laughs> but it's but it's 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 a cute little I wear thing. a lot
9: of black for a reason.
1: Oh. Yeah. Am I allowed to give feedback
17: on being called meaning?
9: Yes, you are. And I'm sorry I called you mean.
17: Okay. As a mean person, yeah. I liked your tummy. It was probably my favorite part, and I think next time you should probably just take off all your clothes, rub yourself in green jello, skip the jokes, and just read Green Eggs and Ham, and it would be awesome. Thank you. Uh,
9: yeah, yeah. That's what my mom says. <laughs> she
1: and I talk like Marina. Oh, you're the... Okay. hey you guys put your meat claws together and slap them wildly it's Ben Luzanetti please 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 come this uh, on Saturday the 7th of November to see his wonderful show that he curates and hosts every month here at Mutiny Radio very talented man love him so much hey guys our next comedian is our first comedian Hey. She's the first girl here tonight uh, on the, I mean late, I mean woman, on the bill tonight. I'm very excited. Uh, she, you're actually the only woman on the bill. I'm, I'm actually um, I'm a, a dude trapped in a woman's body, and I'm not actually on the show. I'm just hanging out back here hosting. But here's your only lady comedian of the night. So slap those meat paws together. It's Tess Berry. <laughs>
15: Extra hard for feminism! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Also, that should totally be your first Netflix special. Because no network is going to put that out. Uh, so, um, let's try some crowd participation, guys. Uh, everyone, think of your favorite swear word. Got it? Got it? And on the count of three, everyone, yell your favorite swear word. Ready? One, two, three. Titty balls! I said yell, sir. You whispered. You whispered that and it was a good one. It was creative. I liked it. That was a good one. That was good timing. Uh, Yeah, mine was was titty balls. I heard a couple fucks. Uh, I think fuck is pretty common. I've gotten more creative with my swearing. Uh, I was thinking about it earlier because I was talking to a friend of a friend, and she was telling me that her roommate is a dominatrix. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, hilarious. And the dominatrix brought her work home one day for the weekend. This guy paid to be her houseboy for the weekend, and the dominatrix would like have to go, I don't know, to Redbox or something, and like do (laughs) daily things, and told her just yeah, use him, whatever you tell him, whatever you want to do, like he'll do your laundry, whatever. And I thought to myself, that'd be really challenging to have to just suddenly be a dominatrix for a weekend. I wouldn't really know what to tell them because uh, I'm, I, don't, I don't come up with very good insults, like very mean ones or creative ones. And uh, I'm also... Uh, dominatrixes seem to tell people to do things in the most inefficient way, but I'm like pretty efficient with cleaning. So Right? Yeah. I'd be like, hey, you, please, pretty please, clean the kitchen, but make sure that you wash the counter and then the floor, so you don't wipe crumbs on the floor after you just cleaned it. And I bet your mom didn't like you very much. Thank, thank you for cleaning. See, I'm not going to become a dominatrix anytime soon. Uh, so here's another fact. I went on a date the other day and uh, this guy definitely read one of those The Game books. Have you guys ever heard of The Game? I heard a, I heard a guffaw. Yeah, these The Game books, if you haven't heard of it, uh, these books are for dudes to give tips to hit on women. And this guy took two of them very seriously. Like He kept intense eye contact with me, but he also would just rattle off questions, like an automatic gun or something. Like He would just be like, where are you from? Where'd you go to school? How's your mom? What's your mom's name? Do you have your period? Want to go home with me? What are you doing? Want to do something later? OK, cool. It was very terrifying, Uh, but I get it. I get why some dudes read these books. Uh, The way that we socialize people sometimes about women, like it isn't isn't very friendly. I'd be intimidated too, like, oh, women are complicated creatures. Women are mysterious. Women, their vaginas are like flowers. I would also not want to talk to a creature with a flower between its legs who speaks in riddles. That sounds terrible. What's up? Uh, But some of these guys get really good at the game. Like, they get really good at hitting on women and get them home, but they don't have, there's nothing in the book about what to do when you get the woman home. So those guys had to explain how the night would go when they got that woman home. I don't think anyone would agree to it. Just be like, yeah, oh my God, I'd love for you to try and shove your half limp dick in me for half an hour and not once offer to go down on me while you just still cry and try and get it up. No, I'd love to do that rather than anything else, like go home and do the dishes so at least something gets finished. <laughs> yes. I'll just end it there. Thank you.
1: Yay. 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 Applause break for Tess Berry. Yeah, yay! That really was that closing joke. was a uh, keeper. Keep it, keep it, keep it. Uh, Alright, hey, we've got uh, Calvin on the, on the mic uh, there. Thanks
13: for leaving my name out of that. And uh,
1: <laughs>
13: uh, You could have gotten more with the dominatrix. You could have uh, had more things there, more uh, tags.
3: And, uh, I, about it.
1: I agree in this way. I feel like the dominatrix thing can be an act out, because you kind of already started it, except you were being the meek you, and I feel like you could be the dominatrix also. So you could be your friend the dominatrix teaching you how to be more dominatrix-like. So you're like... Um, I'd really like it if you'd clean the kitchen, and she's like, "Get on your nose, bitch! Get close to the floor and scrub it with this toothbrush." And you're like, "But I really would—the crumbs on the floor or whatever." So like, yeah. it's between that like weird meek yeah. voice and like the dominatrix voice. I think it's an—I think it's an act out. Although I think everything is an act out, so right. you might not want to listen to me. See, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about—I
15: oh, yeah, was thinking about taking it to—I'd uh, actually get too mean and literal. Like, your hedge fund's never gonna succeed because you are no good at foreseeing the future of innovation. <laughs> and then his feelings would get really hurt, but I didn't know if that was too on the nose, but I don't know, I gotta chuckle, I'll give I'll it be,
13: a try. It'd be funny, if you, like, started actually getting mad and then you bring it back to, that's hand soap, motherfucker, don't use that on those dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, nice, I like it,
15: okay. Yeah, don't
1: use hand soap on the dishes, that's, that, that doesn't work. Think about things like that, like the crumbs from the counter to the floor and, and hand soap for dishes and, like, weird, like, cleaning shit, and you could... I really feel like that could be, like, a three-minute act out of okay. just, like, this weird dominatrix. Like, also, yeah, that he's cleaning yeah. wrong. And uh, Something that's written will, really well is that I don't want a, someone with a flower with a riddle. That whole thing yeah. was a, a unique and written really well. It's Thank a really you. good joke. Thank you.
13: I was going to say about just the uh, dominatrix, you could also start, well, another note on the yelling would be you could start, like, self-disclosing too much about, like... Ah, this is just like my relationship really with my father or something.
6: Oh, start projecting on him
15: like yeah. a therapy session. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah, good too. Really not, really
13: just an idea. Good
1: yeah, Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Great set, Tess Berry. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah! Hey, guys. You guys have been on the joke workshop here. Uh, what we're doing time-wise now is we're not going to do comments anymore because. We've, um, we don't have enough time, but we have one, two, three, four, five comics left, so we're going to let them all do jokes. So I'm going to honk you at four minutes. You get a five-minute set. Everybody's in? Yes. Here we go. Uh, our first comedian here on just this straight-up doing joke time, very funny guy, excited that he's here. Put your hands together. It's Ashton Tate.
5: Oh, thank you so much. This is, uh, this is great. My name's Ashton, I've got my uh, high school reunion coming up next year, and I'm worried because I haven't done nearly any of the things I thought I would by the time I finished high school. I thought surely hey, I'm gonna roll up in a limo about a year ago, like okay, maybe a rented limo. All right, I think I'm, I'm just gonna have my mom drop me off. That's just gonna be, it's gonna be like high school all over again, I'll be like mom, just wait a block. Wait a block away. Part of me wonders if I want to be honest and just tell people what I'm doing with my life. Or how about I set up questions so that no one asks me anything. You know, I walk up to a group and they're like, Ashton, what are you working on nowadays? And I'm like, oh, pfft. just studying for Mr. Rutherford's English test. That's what I'm doing. Or uh, they'll be like, hey, who are you with? And I'll be like, oh, this is Rachel, my uh, technical institute sweetheart. That's... uh. I'm pretty sure these will guarantee zero follow-up questions. And I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, Tried running recently. My friend said I should buy running shorts. Uh, Turns out those help you run because you don't feel like stopping. Uh, Quite short, those shorts. Uh, (laughs) I saw like an ex-girlfriend and I was like, I'm not gonna stop because my legs are way too pale for this interaction right now. I got to keep going, just do it. That's what I was doing. Because I, if I wear running shorts, I'm not going to get tempted to stop and eat anywhere. You know, like, that would mean I would stop moving. But uh, if I'm wearing sweatpants, I, try, I tried wearing sweatpants and running, and I was like, yeah, I could see a movie right now. That sounds good. I don't think I've ever sweat inside sweatpants. I've had, like, what can be seen as sweat on pants, but that's... Uh, that's a, they don't market them that way. They're uh, a lot more different. Um... Speaking of sports, I don't think I'd uh, be that good at whitewater rafting because I don't have a 401k. Uh, That's a sport that I don't even think we need the white part. It's kind of implied (laughs) at this point. Every poster just looks like a bunch of people, you know, at a board meeting. It's like, oh, keep smiling in the face of non-existent danger. That's what you got to do. Um, I was at Home Depot recently, and I learned that they can help you with problems with your bedroom, but not problems in your bedroom. It's a totally different question. (laughs) Turns out I just wanted someone to listen to me, that's all I wanted. Uh, Guy helped me out with that. The city is getting a ridiculous amount of man buns, am I right? It's crazy. I saw someone recently and I thought, what a douchebag. And then I realized that was just a girl. That's what that was. Explains the tight jeans. So, I don't know, women? And are we gonna, I think we should protest against men. No man, no women buns. Why don't they call them women buns? And then uh, get rid of that. That would make it, I don't know. I don't know if ladies are upset about that kind of stuff. I kind of am, as you can see. Uh, used to, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I used to paint in high school and I would paint people in a park. Has anyone here ever tried painting a park when people walk by? It's very very hard because no one stops these days. Everyone's in a rush. Back in the day, it'd be great to paint someone walking through a park because then they'd stop and you could paint them. Uh, That's why whenever I see someone painting now, I just hold my position. Like, one time, I held my position for like 30 minutes. And then the guy just went away. And I think it was because I was doing this. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Uh, that's not weirdly enough. That's uh, that's cool. Um, hmm. What else is new with you guys? Oh, last thing. Uh, I see people, sometimes I, like I'm sober right now, but sometimes I see people that are so drunk that it makes me, you ever see someone really drunk when you're sober and you're like, man, I'm not gonna drink for a while. But I never had those thoughts when I'm like really drunk. I don't see someone really sober and I'm like, look at this loser, zero dicks on his face right now. What a, get your life together. Okay, well hey, that's been it for me. My name's Ashton, have a great night.
1: Hey, Ashton Day. He gave me a weird sidelong glance when he talked about drunk people, and it made me feel guilty. Hey, your next comedian is a funny, funny man. He's hanging out in the corner like a scare. I'm looking at you, kid. There we go. Hey, put your hands together. It's Ken Suzuki.
19: Wow, Pam, you used the word, the adjective funny to describe me. Thank you. i like like, uh, fuck this set. I'm just going to end on this, I think. See you guys. <laughs> no, um... I just got back from a family reunion. It was my grandmother's funeral. I say I really do love that woman. She really knew how to bring the family together. Been a pretty tough week for me, though. Because it was the same week that I came out to my family. And it was really really tough coming out to my family as a Republican.
1: <laughs> Are you really a Republican?
19: I don't know. <laughs> I bi- am I don't know. Is there like a political equivalency of bi-curious? <laughs>
1: wow.
19: Which I don't really get because I share a lot of liberal views. Uh, for example, I'm an atheist and I have to tell you all that uh, because we don't know how to shut up about it. they also don't like that I'm a pansexual, which means I can only have sex with the half-man, half-god goat of nature. Pan. No grandkids for my mom. Now this next joke, that's a joke. That's a joke because this next... What I'm about to tell you is a piece of great news I received this week that contradicts that. But it really happened. I got great news this week. My girlfriend's period finally finally arrived. Woo. Turns out oh, that was the best news I ever got. Turns out um, she wasn't pregnant. Just uh, living with me is so stressful now that she's missing her periods, which means that I must be doing the right thing. No babies. Where's he going with this? Oh, I don't know why I forgot this. Well no, I I know I forgot the next joke because I forget the reasoning for why I'm talking about it. Because I moved out here for her. Why? Bay Area is great though. Uh, I love it. Whether it be Oakland where I live, Berkeley with the college, and then uh, of course I got to finally visit the Bay Area's Chinatown, or as it's known to us, Outsiders, San Francisco. You learn a lot of great new things here, though. For example, I learned since coming out here that you don't necessarily need solid ground to pitch a tent. (laughs) Now I know why they call it the urban jungle. Because I'd like to imagine that we're seeing are are a bunch of extraterrestrial anthropologists doing field research, studying us in our natural habitat, and that we don't have a severe, severe state of emergency in the state of California with regards to homeless people. Um, it's okay though, because uh, well we don't have this where I come from. I come from the Midwest and we don't have California's homelessness problem. I think it's because of our homelessness, our homelessness program that we have, that California doesn't. Winter. The other day, I saw a car, a car with a bumper sticker on it that said, make art, not war, make art, not war. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, fuck you, Sun Tzu. Make art, art of war, all right. Thank you.
1: Yay! Yay! you. can, Suzuki. You're gonna kill in the Midwest for that winter joke. That's, that's a, that's a funny joke. Uh, hey, you know where we don't experience winter? hayward california you know who's up next one of the hayward boys put your hands together everybody and laugh wildly for mikey J. starks
7: hey everybody hey 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 everybody hey hey everybody hey 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. everybody i'm obviously getting the party started uh (laughs) I know okay, Okay. Uh, I'm Mikey J. As you may or may not remember. Uh, it's a weird thing to say. Uh, how are we going to start this shit off? Uh, I've been talking to my mom a lot lately. Uh, she said she wants to lose weight. And I said that's cool. She said I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to lose the baby fat that you gave me when you were born. And I don't think that's weird, because I'm 19. I only think that's weird, because I'm fucking adopted. Like, come on, let's, let's take responsibility. It's just fat, bitch. Uh, I love my mom. She cool. Uh, I have a girlfriend. Uh, no, I don't. But for the sake of this joke, I have a girlfriend. and. Uh, with like cute nicknames for each other, you know, like I'm her big chocolate teddy bear, her fuzzy lumpkins, her favorite diabetic shit like that. But I'm not original with nicknames, so I just call her my bitch. I'ma check on the side. I'm a lover. Uh, nah, she does like the whole. She, you know, she calls me weird names too. Like the other night we were having sex, and she called me Dave, Pat, Pete, and like, if you're fucking a bunch of dudes, they shouldn't just have a – Dave, Pat, and Pete. This is not even a cool name. you ain't going to fuck dudes with weird names. Pete, Pat and Pete. They know each other. They kick it with each other. It's actually Pete and Pat. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just speaking out of my ass. Uh, let me see. Uh, we have sex a lot, and uh, she told me to be more aggressive during sex, and uh, I'm a nerd, so, uh, you know, the most ag- vo- aggressively voiced person in comic books is uh, Batman, so I started talking like Batman during sex. She was like, ooh, whose pussy is this? I was like, Bruce Wayne's. She's like, what? I was like, Batman, my bad bitch be cool, and uh, really got into it. Like, I moved like Batman. I grunted like Batman. I threw a batarang at her fucking forehead like Batman. Sex was amazing. Every time we fucked, it said bang and pow and swoosh. It said kick once. I didn't even do that. Uh. <laughs> uh, I like Batman. Batman's cool. Batman got his name because uh, as a child, he was scared of bats. And so he wanted to put the fear of the thing that scared him most into other people. And the things that scared me. Can't really scare, like I can't put man after the shit that scares me to be an effective superhero, you know? Like the horn just honked. You got a minute left, man, (laughs) or uh, the horn. (laughs) Bills is due, man. (laughs) Trying to Netflix and chill. She only want to chill, man. I never, I should have said Netflix and chill, I hate this. that's bullshit, Netflix, I don't even have Netflix, let's watch PBS and learn, that's what it is, yeah. PBS and learn, bitch, all right, I'm Mikey J, thank you guys so much.
1: Netflix and chill, euphemism for having sex, PBA, PB, what is it, PBR, no, it's PBR, Michael J. Starks is having sex, right, is that how it works? Uh, hey, yay, Mikey J. Starks, yay. Hey, tell those assholes outside to come inside because our next comedian, you, you yell at them because you're up next. You yell at those bitches. You say, come inside because I'm fucking funny. Hey. Uh, Pam, said he <laughs> uh, Pam said to come inside because he's fucking funny. Yeah. Hey, everybody, listen to the great comedy of uh, Hayward's own, Pizza Hut's own, Benjamin Lal. Oh,
12: Everyone give it up for Pam, guys. Oh, they actually came in. That was, this is weird. Now I can't, like, oh, man. I feel like I'm the only person that ever cheers for Hayward. Like, like, because I'm the only person from Hayward anywhere I go. And then Pam's like, oh, we got Hayward in the house. I'm like, hoo, 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 hoo. And, you know, my... She was talking about Hayward. I thought she, I thought she, I was going to go up. She said, Hayward's very own Mikey J. I was like, oh, shit. I was, yeah, you live in Hayward. We, he lived down the street from me. Uh, <laughs> we came here together. Uh, <laughs> I drove. I don't, man, uh, <laughs> uh, I've never been to joke Workshop and not have people give me feedback. Pam, I was like, Pam, can I come up there and get a set? She's like, yeah, there's a lot of people. So uh, you can't do the feedback, but you can get uh, a set. And so this is what we're going to do, guys. Uh, just yell out one word after each bit that you think that you think should be added to the joke. <laughs> so Cunts! yes, that's so if it needs more, if it's a dick joke and it needs more dick, what do we What do we yell? Cunts! The dick. Oh, that works too, Pam. See, think outside the, the dick. what uh, so I told my ex-girlfriend, and uh, she chose to think on other dicks. That's what. That's pretty much. Oh. M- yeah. That's. How I, she was cool. She was really clingy. She'd uh, cling on other men's penises. Ah! <laughs> hey! No. Uh, I'm here for new jokes, guys. New jokes. Uh, I uh, took my shirt off, so I was fun to get to fucking. I was funs to get to fucking. I was gonna fuck, and uh, she said I had a dad bod, and uh, yeah, and uh, that's really popular amongst ladies and like like middle-aged men and they like they're they have like untoned muscles and like flab, and they're like, it's hot now, I guess, for a lot of people, it's really hot. And, uh, and so I, I would take it as a compliment, right? Except no, I'm 19 years old. Having a dad bod is a very disappointing thing for me because I, I, I barely got a bitch pregnant once. Like it was like, <laughs> it, like, like I don't, the reason that people have dad bods is because they have the crushing responsibility of being a father that distracts them from being healthy and working out. I don't have any of that. I have a deadbeat dad bod, pretty much. <laughs> That's the punchline. <laughs> Yell what that shit needed. What did that joke need? Abuse. That is, I thought you were going to say, uh, in another word, and you would have been cheating. But abuse is one word. Good job, man. Uh, what else? Do I have anything else? I don't know, guys. Uh, this is not where I want to be in life, as you can tell. Uh, I, had, I had goals. Earlier in life, I had dreams: Plan A, NBA player; Plan B, rapper;
1: <laughs>
12: Plan C, NBA player who rapped in the off-season; <laughs> Plan D, stand-up comic. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, I don't have to give up on rap yet. I can still drop that mixtape, Pam.
1: Absolutely.
12: I'll drop it on Mutiny. I'll drop <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, so your podcast gets so many downloads. Wait till I drop a mixtape; they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this, man?" Everyone's trying to look for their set on Joke Workshop, but I replace the file with my mixtape. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, man, yeah. There's a there's a part of me that wants to be a rapper really bad. Of course. You know, but I I see these rappers, I see local rappers, and it's very hard for me to want to <laughs> chase that. You know what I'm... local struggle rappers. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, I was at a mic in San Leandro. And uh, a bunch of struggle rappers were there. It was a mixed mic. And uh, you could squeak it. It's okay, Pam. Hey, <laughs> uh, Shit, that shit fucked me up. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have told her to squeak it. I messed up. You got San Leandro. I was in San Leandro. That's like, not Hayward, but it's near it. And... Uh, Go down East 14th, you'll be there in a little bit. Go down Mission, you know? You guys know East Bay at all? No? I, I can't do local. Uh, but this isn't even the joke I wanted to tell. I don't know how I got to this. Uh, I, I was at the mic, and a whole bunch of struggle rappers approached, approached the mic. And they shared the mic, and they performed a song. And it went a little something like this. Sing along, if you know the lyrics. Uh, we got all the money and the bitches and the cars. All the money and the bitches and the cars. Bitches, car, money. Cars, money, bitches. Bitches, money, cars. Cars and money, and bitches.
1: Bitches, cars, money.
12: Look inside the car. What do we got? A bitch. Yeah. What that bitch got? Money. Yeah. They finished the song. They rocked the crowd. <laughs> they walked outside and they all hopped on bus. That was. But you can't drop a song called "Buses on with Bitches." Buses with bitches. Wow. Well, I, c- I could try. I could try because I got a bus pass. <laughs> the mixtape will be called "The Clipper Card Chronicles" and uh, <laughs> featuring Mikey J star on production. <laughs> featuring Mikey J on every song, just saying, "Hey baby, let me borrow your clipper card." At the <laughs> intro to every song. Oh man. Uh, I got I got the horn a lot. I'll get off. Um
1: Get off on the Muni, baby. All right. Ooh, Pam.
12: Pam's with the shits, but uh I don't know. Uh, I was on BART. I got what back back when I first started doing I I start, first tried hitting mics like 2 years ago. I just I took I took BART all the time. Now I drive cuz my mom bought me a shitty car that's better on gas than my last car. And uh Can't Yeah, no, I love my mom. Yeah. I mean I I miss her so much. She's a beautiful woman. She was an amazing lady. She was so perfect. She's still alive. She's just a total bitch now, you know. That almost got sad for a little bit. Uh Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna wrap that up there. Give it up for my mom, everybody.
1: Benjamin Law, he loves his mother and his car that's semi-shitty. Our last comedian of the night, she's been disappeared forever. I think she fell into a vortex and she came out with great new hair. Put your hands together. It's Rachel Scoot.
18: Keep it going for Pam. Keep it going for you guys. Feels good to be back up here. It feels kind of nice. But I'm Rachel. I don't know if anybody. Well, for the record, I'm Rachel. Yeah. And um, I get the question a lot, especially when I get braids. Everybody always asks me, What are you? What are you? Oh, I love your hair. What are you? And I'm just like. Perfect, beautiful, <laughs> amazing, rocking your world. I don't know, like what the fuck are you? Like I don't like that question, you know, because it takes me like five minutes to explain what I am and then they're just like, oh, I never see him again. I don't care, like I don't want to explain myself to a stranger. But um, a little bit about me, I'm like a human smoothie, human jamba juice. I have a lot of like different, I, I'm a, a lot of different things. Um, And I'm a quarter black, 25%. So growing up, people called me 25 cent. That was a nickname. Never pursued rapping. uh, I didn't really think that'd be my thing. I wanted a cool name. Like my mom named me Rachel Marie. Like Scott. Like three first names to a white person. Like I, you can't even tell. Like and like I'm mixed at all. It's annoying, but it's cool. but yeah, so that's something about myself I wanted to share with you. I want to work on some new jokes. Is that OK with you guys? Um, I recently was working at a tequila bar. It was like a cantina, um, kind of like in a Bootsy-ass area. So like a lot of um, fancy people come through. And one day I answered. And we have like burritos and tacos and shit to like pair with the tequila. And one day I answered the phone. I'm like, blah, 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 Cantina, this is Rachel. And the person was just like, ooh. And I was like, oh my god, I know that, I know that, I know that, ooh, I know that, ooh. And he goes, I want to buy a burrito. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. To go, yup. Guac and cheese, Nope. Sour cream, yup. I'm like, holy shit, this is E-40. (laughs) Ordering a burrito for me right now. So check my mixtape. It's called Burrito featuring E-40. Um, That shit was fire. But i it was crazy because he came in like super fast. I was like, dude, we're hella busy. It's going to be like 15, 20. But I'm going to tell him it's Mr. 40 to like speed it up a little bit, you know? And so I go back there because he came in before his burrito was ready. And I've never taken this job so seriously as I did in those 20 minutes waiting for this fucking burrito. And he sat at the bar and I like blocked it all off. I like told everybody I worked with, I'm like, for twenty minutes, like fuck off. I'm with E40 right now. I have some shit I need to talk about. Like so um, me and Forty sat down and we drank mojitos and I literally told like every coworker, like there was so many tickets of drinks that I needed to make but I was drinking a mojito with E-40, you know? Like, <laughs> you guys can fuck off. <laughs> right? um, so that happened, that was pretty fucking cool. What um, does BTS
1: mean?
18: BTS. Did you say the
1: beginning of your
18: joke? No. No, oh, sorry. BTS, um, big. Sorry. Bootsy. Oh, Bootsy. Bootsy, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not really affected by this drought. Everybody keeps talking that we're in a drought. Um, but every time that I shower, I, there's water, and every time I need a water bottle, I can get one. So this isn't really affecting me now. If this was something like if I went to the liquor store and I couldn't get like some fucking alcohol, I'd be like, whoa, well, bro, we're in a fucking drought. <laughs> like we can't even get like we can't even get anything. We're fucking droughted, dude. We're gonna die. We're gonna die. You know? Um, that shit would hit me." really hard, I feel like. Um, Autocorrect, autocorrect, anybody heard of it? Yeah, fuck autocorrect. Um, Autocorrect is like the perfect thing to say exactly what you're not trying to say. Um, I never mean what the duck, ever. Um, Thank you for that. Scared the shit out of me. Um, Yeah, I never mean that, but my phone now knows the word bitch from butch, so we're making progress. Siri doesn't like to be called Siri on my phone. She's kind of a little sassy.